Welcome to Working for Women, the independent women's forum podcast, where we are changing the conversation about women and public policy for the better. Hello, I'm Hadley Heath Manning, Senior Policy Analyst at the Independent Women's Forum and your host for today's Working for Women podcast from IWF. Today, I'm joined by Ashley Carter, who's Director of the Independent Women's Network. Good morning, Ashley. Thanks for joining us. Oh, good morning, Hadley. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. So maybe to get started, uh, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm so glad to be able to talk about IWN today and bring our network to a larger audience. Uh, I am the grassroots director for the Independent Women's Network, where I work to manage our existing chapters around the United States, and I'm also working to build new ones. Uh, I'm frequently out talking to women in the field, in states across the country, and teaching them about our organization the Independent Women's Forum, and the Independent Women's Voice, and how they can get involved with all of the great things that Independent Women's Network is doing. So just for our listening audience, because this might be something confusing to people, can you describe specifically the role of the Independent Women's Network and how it fits into the work that we're already doing with Independent Women's Forum and Independent Women's Voice? Basically, what is the Independent Women's Network? Sure, that's a great question, Hadley. Uh, Independent Women's Network, or often known as IWN, is a national network of women who understand and value uh, the benefits of limited government, free markets, and personal liberty and responsibility. Uh, we can say that we are the grassroots division of the Independent Women's umbrella of organizations, uh, which includes the independent women's forum and all of the education and research that IWF does and the projects that independent women's voice does. And we bring all of those great materials and resources down to the state and local level. Uh, IWN, like IWF, we work to promote and discuss important issue pillars uh, such as education, healthcare, economics, women in the workplace, women in politics, and the culture of alarmism. We want to bring attention to these issues. Um, we, we want to focus attention on these issues to women and families in their own states and towns. We just don't want to tell them how these issues are affecting them, but rather show them. That sounds great, Ashley. It seems like IWF, IWV, IWN, the mission and the issues for all of these organizations are basically the same, but they're like different tools or different avenues to sort of pursue or fulfill that mission. So can you tell us when did the idea for the Independent Women's Network come along? When did it get started? Sure, sure. So in 2013, IWN embarked on a pilot project to appeal differently than most other grassroots efforts did. Uh, We wanted to rely on a wide range of interests and activities to enhance relationships and use issues to foster discussion and stimulate engagement. Uh, IWN chapters were originally launched in Virginia in 2014. We hosted, sponsored, or presented at dozens of events and brought together more than 5,000 women that were otherwise disconnected. It was a hit, and we noticed then that we were on to something. 
so going off of that, in 2014, we conducted a test in New Hampshire of traditional grassroots, which um, this demonstrated not only that the issue-only messaging works far better with swing voters than the normal politicized grassroots effort, but also that, at least for certain communities, having homegrown activists is essential. Having door walkers who don't live in the area or even in the state is actually counterproductive to the mission that you're trying to accomplish. You know, what you're saying um, is so important. Ashley, I remember moving to Colorado from Washington, D.C., and I went uh, to go door knocking for a campaign locally. Of course, on my personal time. And uh, while I was doing that, I ran into some other people who were volunteers for the campaign. But it turned out that a lot of these people I, I knew already because they were also from D.C. They lived in D.C., but they were kind of being shipped out to do the door walking. So I think it is important that people know, you know, their friends and neighbors are the people involved in, in uh, some of these political activities and issues. It's not just people, you know, getting shipped in from a different state or different part of the country. So what was really... Exactly. You know, when when IWN was getting started, maybe before the first chapter meeting, what was really the idea or what, what was the impetus for getting this particular part of the independent women's umbrella started? What was the idea behind IWN? Sure. Um, so what we had, the concept came uh, back in 2012. Uh, during the presidential election, you may have heard there was this little thing called the War on Women. Um you know, it's still hanging around today, kind of like a bad cold, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, it was this expression used in the 2012 presidential campaign by the Democrats to describe policies, legislation, and Republicans' views as a wide-scale effort to restrict women's rights. You knew it wasn't true. I knew it wasn't true. And thousands of other women did as well all across the United States. But that didn't stop liberal women and progressives from using this expression over and over again, even though it wasn't true. And we noticed that this term resonated with independents and even women who were otherwise uninterested in politics. And we noticed that it was not because there was actually a war on women, but because liberal women had their ducks in a row, so to speak. They had all of their talking points well planned out. They had their points from all angles, and each of these points mimicked each other. Um, so it, it wasn't, and this just was not happening on the other side. Conservative women knew there wasn't a war on women, but didn't know how to convey that to other women and other people in their communities, in their homes, uh, in their families. So this included debating it with liberal women or talking to their friends, neighbors, and loved ones. So from there, we had to get, we had the idea to get women talking. And we wanted to exchange ideas um, that will lead to greater understanding of the issues. Politics you know, in and of itself may not be sexy, and many women may not be interested when you have a typical discussion about politics. But everything is politics. Uh, when it comes down to it, isn't it? I mean, yeah. every issue every issue that you can foresee is all political-based. And 
I mean, women may not be interested in education, the economy, uh, you know, they may not be interested in politics, but they're interested in education, the economy, and business. They're often the breadwinners these days and care where the money is going. So we wanted to talk about issues and show how it relates and transfers to politics in their own local communities and states. You know, I think what you're saying about the war on women is so important, actually, because that phrase and that sort of political tactic from the left, really, I felt reduced women's issues to just a couple of issues dealing with reproductive health, uh, birth control and abortion. And while those issues may be very important, uh, I don't think it's fair to sort of uh, tell women that those are the only issues that they should care about or vote about. But as we know at IWF and IWN, all issues are women's issues. So it's refreshing to hear that there is this outlet called the Independent Women's Network where women can get together and talk about the things that really matter to them and have a real thoughtful dialogue. I mean, it's not just going over the talking points, but it's exchanging points of view with your friends and neighbors and your local chapters. Um, so speaking of local chapters, what does IWN and its members do? What, what kind of activities can we expect to see from this, uh, you know, Independent Women's Network? Sure, sure. I know there's lots of people who are uh, questioning, hey, there's this organization, but what does it do? Right. Um, so uh, although we host meetings, we're not just a group that sits around and holds boring meetings about <laughs> big policy issues. Um, we, we want women to socialize and mix with each other, network and learn and exchange ideas. Uh, our, our members often do writing to their local newspapers, and groups are also charitable in their local communities. They host fun volunteer events um, to be social and also active in our neighborhood. So we do a lot of everything from meetings to op-eds, advocacy, and engagement. That sounds great, uh, Ashley. I- I think that the volunteer element's really interesting too, because that really it fits in with this idea that we have personal responsibility or individual responsibility to really be the people who uh, influence our local communities and change them for the better and care for those who um, maybe need a, a little help every once in a while. So I think that fits in nicely with our mission. I agree. I agree. It really is a great concept to not just get women talking about the issues, but really focus and put policy into action. Great. So who should be involved with IWN? I mean, is there a target audience for who can join? Or what's what's the ideal woman who should join an IWN chapter? Great, great question. And we think that, you know what, any women who's interested in issues, uh, we have all types of women and also men can be involved as well. Uh, Some chapters have young professional women who band together to learn and build from each other, while others are new moms who want to talk about parenting issues in a child-friendly environment. It really varies chapter by chapter an area by area. And you can have many chapters in one state or one area. So we don't have, we want to make sure that we have all different types of chapters for many diverse uh, fields of thought. Cool. So how would I find out, you know, is there an IWN chapter in my city? Where are the IWN chapters located? Great question. So right now, we're uh, because we're young, we are focusing on creating chapters in 10 states. And those states are Colorado, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Florida, 
New Hampshire, uh, North Carolina, Ohio, Iowa, Virginia, and Wisconsin. We want to concentrate on areas where we can have an influence as well as their organic interest. Uh, we do hope to expand to areas such as Michigan, California, Texas, and Maryland in the near future. Uh, these are areas where we've heard from very interested women and where there is both an interest in the work we're doing and a need to promote more discussion on the issues that we're focused on. Now, if there are people who are interested in IWN, I, I have a feeling that this question comes up a lot, Ashley, but there are a lot of political organizations and women's organizations that already exist. So what's the argument for adding yet another organization to you know, the long list of opportunities people already have to get engaged? Is, you know, is there a reason that you would say, why IWN? Well, I first and foremost say, why not? Um, <laughs> I mean... A lot of times women have tried their local group and just haven't found what they're looking for. We're different and unique because we don't have to agree on a set platform, unlike uh, most Republican or Democrat uh, groups that are already out there. Uh, we're out there networking and exposing women and we to leaders around their state and in their community. We're also creating leaders around the country. Uh, I really like that we're issues-based, and that makes us different. Uh, we're driving conversation about what's actually happening in the community as opposed to we're often in agreement with uh, larger-scale policy issues. Great. Sounds like it's truly uh, independent women's network. So um, okay. people are free to think independently and express their points of view and also just have a good exchange of ideas. Um, so actually, after listening to this podcast, maybe some listeners are thinking, how do I sign up or how can I get involved or find out more information? Give us some resources for finding out more about IWN. Yes, thank you. First and foremost, you can find out more information by checking out our website. It's at www independentwomennetwork.org and signing up. You can also go to our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash independent women's network. And we're also on Twitter at handle at IWN. Uh, we'll have all the newest information about events, happenings, chapters uh, on all three of those outlets. And then you can also email us anytime at info at independentwomensnetwork.org or calling us at 202-857-3293. Thanks for all those resources, Ashley, and thanks for being our guest today. Well, thank you for having me, Hadley. It's been a pleasure. Okay, this has been another edition of IWF's Working for Women podcast. Thank you, Ashley, for being our guest. And for those who listened, thank you for your time. You can find out more about the Independent Women's Network at independentwomensnetwork.org. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, share it on social media, or stop by iwf.org for similar content.